Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Courageously Unapologetic with Corrine Allen. I know I always say I'm so excited to talk about this topic, but that's the reality is that I live pretty firmly in do it with passion or don't do it at all. And so when I open up, I'm like, ah, I'm excited to talk about this topic because I truly, truly am. And um, in conversation I was having today with multiple different women that are starting different types of journeys, some a completely external day one and some an internal day one. Um, I just had these, you know, little burst of goosebumps and at one point just crying. Um, there is one of the courses that I'm doing where some of the ladies are actually reading Girl, Wash Your Face uh, by Rachel Hollis. They're reading that with the course that they're doing. And just one of the lies, um, if you've read that book, um, basically the chapters are lies that we tell ourselves, uh, lies that she told herself and lies that a lot of women, you know, have told themselves throughout the years. And one of them just hit really hard and it just immediately brings you back to if you relate to that and what puts you in that place, like what you were going through when you were in that place and how you felt. And, you know, there were years that I was so broken that I convinced myself I was whole because my husband loved me enough. And it's just like in that moment, it's just like when you're in any other type of survival mode, you don't realize that you're in a survival mode. You are just going through it. And as you start to realize what you're in, as you start to understand this doesn't feel right, there is more, I I shouldn't be living in this and staying in this, that is when the perspective changes and that is where you feel that shift in yourself. But I had brainwashed myself so much and so had the world, right? It's not just what I taught myself, but what we are taught, what we are learned, what we are shown and, and what we see And I believe that this is what good women do, that this is what good mothers do, that for me to forget myself meant the more I could do that, the better I was. Like, do you hear that? Do you hear how broken that is and how sad that is? And I wholeheartedly believe that the more loyal, the more wrapped up, the more obsessed I could be with my husband and my child, the better of a person I was. The more selfless meant the better I was. And I had convinced myself that my husband loving me and my son loving me was all that mattered to the point that I would talk myself out of making myself a priority. When I would get ideas of something I wanted to do for myself that maybe brought like a little kind of half smile to one side of my face of like, oh my gosh, like how would that make me feel? And then I would convince myself, I would talk myself out of it because I'm like, you're selfish. You're selfish. And I like, let alone, I couldn't imagine what it would feel like to love myself. And I would even go as far as to bash other women who took care of themselves simply because I was so jealous and I didn't understand that level. I didn't know how to get to their level because that is the truth with everything. You can only see things from the level that you're on. 
It's like you don't ask advice from someone who hasn't been where you're going. You're not on the same level. You are on a different level. And so they knew where they were at. They knew the work that they were doing. And all I could do to make myself feel better because they looked happy, they were healthy, they also had you know their spouse and their children, but they were doing the things that they wanted to do for themselves. And so all I could do to make myself feel better was to be negative and to call them selfish. And you know what? I, I sit here now and I think back and I bet some of those women had a more enjoyable time with their children in their playtime and they were probably um, a little less on edge. They were probably a little less snippy, probably yelled a little less, probably a little bit more present, not trying to distract themselves constantly or getting more food or getting more to drink while still yelling and snapping and giving more toys. Because instead of sulking, they were celebrating life all the areas of life that they knew they were putting the effort into. They knew that they were working on all those areas and therefore they could enjoy all the moments. This is what working on yourself for a decade does. I can look back and because I don't live my life with any shame or any regret, I'm not mad at who I was. I'm not mad at those thoughts that I had. I'm not mad at how broken I was. I am still just as grateful for those things because I didn't stop there. I didn't stay stuck there and I didn't make a life out of that. Working on yourself for all this time allows you to not only improve your body and your well-being, but most importantly, it helps you work on your own toxic traits and you're able to find your own self-worth and fall in love with yourself. If that still sounds like a little bit too cocky for you and a little bit too vanity for you, it's okay. It's okay if you're not there yet because I know that if someone told me 10 years ago that I could fall in love with myself, I would just be like, wow, I can't believe those words even came out of your mouth. Like that's disgusting and why why would you even say that? And you know, that's so you're so full of yourself. And to that I say, good. Good. Because I was so empty for so long. So if you want to say that I'm full of myself and yet I'm honoring all my other priorities too, hell yeah. Thank you. Thank the people that say that to you. Because if you're full of yourself, but you're also full on their mommy and you're full on his wife and you're full on pursuing the things that light you up and align with who you are, be full of yourself. Be your full self. I am so grateful that I got my shit together before my daughter entered this world because my son, though I started my journey and I started really trying to figure out and learn who I was, and he was two. So he doesn't remember it either. But I am so grateful that before my daughter entered this world, I fully, fully knew who I was, where I was going, what I wanted. She will only ever know her mother as not only a woman who takes no shit, but also as a woman who never treated herself like shit. It is not just about us anymore once we're parents. And if putting yourself first means that you become the best version of yourself, that you 
in turn, not only it makes a better environment, makes you happier, makes everything seem more fulfilling, and teaches your children how to value themselves and work on themselves too, then okay, me first, it is. And honoring myself and to the outside eye looking selfish, go ahead. You have to decide that word. What, what is that for you? What is enough for you? Because for me all those years ago, I thought that was exactly how life was supposed to be. I thought that was the fairy tale. And yet nothing was about myself. How can the fairy tale be all about making everybody else happy, making sure everybody else is filled, making sure that you you crossed you crossed all the lines and you crossed all the Ts and you dotted all the Is and you you checked off all the boxes and yet you have no idea what your own passions are and your own gifts are. And if you're like me, I wanted to be a mom my whole life. I wanted to be a mommy since I was little. And so there were times that I confused my gifts with just my nurturing soul and who I am as a woman and who I am as a mother. But those are not my, my gifts. Those are not my talents. That is, I, I am their mommy, but I am also Corrine Allen. I also wanted and want to do all of these things. And so you have to ask yourself, what is enough for you? Where is your line in the sand? Or are you like, okay, I've been behind the line in the sand. It's like, what is your price tag? You know, it's like, are you shoved in the back of the cabinet or are you on display? Like, are you, are you China? Are you valued? Are you treasured? And how do you feel? You know, and it's sitting down and working through that and asking yourself these tough questions of, do I feel like the things I've wanted to do for myself, the things that I see other women doing, and I go and I look at that, am I doing that same stuff too? Like why, what is it that pulls you into those Pinterest boards? Or what is it that pulls you into um, those, those Instagram accounts and those saved photos and things that you have? Like, what is it? And I wanna challenge you to do that because if, it, if there's things there, that aren't things that you're doing right now in your life, I want to challenge you and ask you, what can you do to start pursuing that and start feeling like you are filling your own cup also? And that enough can have multiple different levels and avenues and adventures. So I hope you go and do that. I hope you message me somewhere. And thank you for tuning in for this little short episode today. I just wanted to share my heart. And I hope you have a great weekend.